Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I don't think Michael's ever done drugs. It's Mike Shope. I don't know if anyone's ever offered him any. Let's go over some of the symptoms of marijuana use, shall we? You tell me who this sounds like. It's the Bulldog. Slow moving. Inattentive. Dull. Constantly snacking. Shows a lack of motivation. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog on WGR Sports Radio 550. Well, I guess I have felt this way many times, but a certain moment on our show last week uh, did not get very much publicity, which I think is just sort of a misread. Uh, we didn't mention it, so maybe that contributes to why it did not get much publicity. It was not. It was not actually broadcast, but... <laughs> Bulldog spent last week, he came in every day last week and did something, really one of the most incredible things you can you can do here at, at the station, that's turn the channel, the TV. Uh, <laughs> the first day he tried to do it, you know, I had to tell him, look, you, you rushed it, you have to sort of wait for a couple of things to pop and then you can turn, and the next day just nailed it. It was so fast, I looked up, the TV was on, like, did you already just do this? Yeah. And boom, I mean, in a flash. What a highlight. It really, really was something. I yesterday, can't it didn't. I was going to blog about it, actually. Yesterday, it took like an hour. Today, we're still at, It's a work in progress where you're not <laughs> able to ch- change the channel. Uh, Trista Crick with us. Always a delight. Trista with us. And I have to, even though she's been on with us for seven years, have to go get the read because I have not memorized it. Uh, yes. It's a, of, it's a lot of words. It's the host of BetMGM Tonight, Trista Crick. <laughs> Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. And be sure to check out the BetMGM podcast. For more of Trista's analysis, just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. Hi. Hi. You all the way back? You all you all good now after your uh, after your illness last weekend? I I would love to say yes. But I mean I'm off the IL. I, I even had my boss tell me, "Have hey, you've been activated uh, off the IL. You have to be to work. We'll see you there. Do not call in anymore until the end of Super Bowl where I take a vacation. So, yeah, I mean, I'm back. Am I back, back? Am I back like the seats on a Cadillac? No, I am not back. I had a migraine earlier today. I've been slow moving. I did take a walk, a nice long two-and-a-half, three-mile walk with the pup, but Am I feeling like a real human being that can like work out and sweat? No, no, not no chance. Well, I'm you, sorry to hear. I'm sorry to hear. That. You mentioned the migraine. I'm gonna have to cross off this Taylor Swift question. I don't want to make it worse <laughs> by asking oh, you about the Swift situation. Trista, Trista. Well, you know, you've been a critic of their relationship. 
Um, I guess I'm just going to ask you. I might even say a cynic. You might even say a cynic. A critic and a cynic. Do you, like, what kind of time do you have for all the money? Because this has kind of been your thing. Like, there's so much money to be gained by the NFL having her presence at these games. Like, you, you take that to its logical progression. You're like, of course the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, how could they not be? A conspiracy theorist, which I'm actually not, you would say that you would find the exact referee that could make it so and put them in Baltimore, which... They did. Yeah, pretty much the case. They did that. (laughs) Um, You would would have Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, no other chief, Travis Kelsey rile up one of the most likable humans and start a controversy in Justin Tucker, throwing and kicking his helmet and say, get the F away from us prior to the game, having a kerfuffle or a scuffle game, which then bled into the real game, which he probably said something to Kyle Van Noy, which led Kyle Van Noy to put his helmet right into, again, Travis Kelsey in the center of these controversies. So am I feeling like everything was a clean, simple, fair way to get the Chiefs the worst Super Bowl winner and contender. I mean, they're going to win the Super Bowl, too. Like, let's be honest, that's happening. I don't care that they're a two-point dog. They're winning. They're probably going to win by seven. So there could be the, they could be one of the worst back-to-back Super Bowl winners we've ever seen in terms of how the team is comprised. And who wins? Taylor Swift wins. Travis Kelsey, of course, no doubt wins. Patrick Mahomes wins. And the NFL, Roger Goodell wins. No way she slips into the halftime uh, stuff. She says she won't, but would we be surprised if she did? I don't know. I would ask you. I would ask you. No, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be surprised if there's more shenanigans. Also, I started to believe that maybe it was real thing. And then the Andy Reid, Taylor Swift point at one another. And then, because I've gone slow motion on this uh, back and forth and back and forth like uh, I think it was Master P that sang slow motion for me. So I, I looked at it, the kiss, the like awkward hug. Maybe she didn't know the kiss was coming, but there was a little like hesitancy, a little, and then a lean in. Yeah. So he he, he kind of kissed her on the nose. He kind of kissed her on the nose, it seemed. Yeah. Just... It, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you start to think to yourself, Mm, I'm not 100% in on this being real. Have, Again. They haven't mastered the act, it well, seems, you're, yet. You're just gonna, you are going to ride this until this horse collapses underneath you. Look, I say that with admiration. I said, even if there was a swelthy baby on the way, I mean, come on. There has been relationships <laughs> for, yeah, exactly. There's been relationships built for the spotlight and, you know, manufactured listen you look at tom cruise and katie holmes and we now know that wasn't real that was for who knows what now, there was document signed scientology and uh, who knows right you've seen the boys i'm sure inevitably you guys have seen the boys and what those things look like this is this is this feels concocted mm-hmm. you can't just let these young lovers be trista you've, you've got, got to be skeptical but let them live their lives not that young. Even Travis Kelsey's dad is like, yeah, my Ed. son will have to sign a prenup Ed. to be with Taylor Swift. That's where we're at. Trista, how mad are you at Baltimore? Oh, I mean, 
You know, oh. right? You know, just oh, like man. how they played the the pick, especially bad. Um, not running the ball. It's, I guess that's the first how, how they played. Just could have spared if, us. If you if you are Lamar Jackson today, you're thinking to yourself, could I be put in a worse scenario for my legacy? Because now I am scapegoated again. I didn't have the receivers that I should have, and we knew that. Mark Andrews coming back is nice, but what are we really doing? We have Isaiah Likely balling out, and I know Mark Andrews is good, but like he's not all the way back. He probably shouldn't even be playing. And and you need that two tight ends, and you don't even use them both on the field at the same time. So you don't run the heavy stuff, what you which you probably should have done against Kansas City. You run the ball with Gus Edwards three times. How many times did you run last week? I think it was in the 40s, 43 times, I want to say. So 40 less times than you ran the ball last week when you beat the hell out of the Texans, which started out dicey in its own right. You're dropping Lamar back 83% of the time, 81% of the time. This is not what you're supposed to do in order to put your quarterback in a situation to succeed at all. You've got Nelson Aguilar, whose reputation is, we know what it is, dropping the ball. That's his, what he's known for, most known for. OBJ was on a milk carton pretty much the entire game. I don't know where he's been for largely all of the season. Rookie doing rookie things. I don't know why you don't protect Lamar. If you're Todd Munkin, and I like Todd Munkin, and I like him being hired, but you should probably coach more like Greg Roman against the Kansas City Chiefs oh. who third against the run. Ouch. You watched the Buffalo Bills the week before. What did Josh Allen do? A lot of quarterback design runs, a lot of scrambling, a lot of just giving the ball uh, to James Cook, which largely was pretty successful. So yeah. let's just not do that. Let's just do the opposite. Yeah, I really wonder, because of their reputation, really Roman's reputation, those offenses, Monken coming in and being heralded as like, oh, this is going to unlock everything, if in the biggest spot of the year, if they didn't sort of just – if he didn't just get himself too far into his bag to do what was called for, which was, you know, run the ball. Keep it simple, stupid. Make it – easy for Lamar Jackson to be the MVP that we know that he can be. Like, Lamar should have run – his number for rushing attempts was 11 and a half, and I thought he would run 17 times. I got 16, 17 times. He ran nine times. That's just unacceptable. We can't have that. And on top of that, I think, in general, Harbaugh should be talking to his group, even at halftime, most specifically – after Kyle Vannoy puts his helmet directly on Travis Kelsey's helmet, when probably the Chiefs would have just been looking to get into halftime and not try to push the ball down the field. But then you give them the penalty after, you know, and even with the holding holding calls, and, and they go and, and kick that field goal. Everything changes with that game if they don't score that three. They didn't, they didn't score a single point in the second half. Right. I was worried on the second play because Jackson looked to slide almost as soon as he crossed the line of scrimmage. Like, you know, yeah. the, the point you made about Allen, like this needed to be that game. How did they not know that? And even he himself. Like it's not all coaching other people's fault. Like it sometimes, it, it's out, depending on which side you're on, it sounds like the other, right? Like people make excuses for Jackson, but also, you know, there are some good points. Uh, but I, I just you're right, and, and I think we should probably, if we want to see Lamar Jackson play free and be himself, 
we should probably stop telling the world as media people that Lamar Jackson stinks in the limelight and build the pressure up to that moment for the next time that he ends up being in the playoffs. I think Lamar should be Lamar, and the noise around what Lamar can and cannot do is clearly getting to him. And, yes, that's on Lamar, but I am – I am one of the leaders of the Lamar Jackson fan club, as are you, Shope. You yeah. told me you wanted him at one point to be the quarterback of the Bills. We both did. And, and that, <laughs> Yeah, and so I totally get that. And I'm still I'm still on the front of the bus uh, uh, running yeah. for well, Lamar I, Jackson. Well, it's certainly not going anywhere. I mean, did you, there's a chart I saw making the rounds today. Like the, the four years they've been in the playoffs with Lamar, the playoff games have been their worst offensive games of the year each year year over year it just has not happened so you know at some point he's excellent like they'll probably figure that out but they've had a stinker of a game in the playoffs every year they've been in one of which was here right in 2020 and uh you do you do play better competition but yeah it doesn't that's not a great look with trista and if Crick, you're a bills fan yep. really quickly sorry i know you yep. have to do a rejoin cool. uh if you're a bills fan you've got to be saying to yourself man there's a chance Lamar Jackson put up a stinker against us if we went to Baltimore, and we could be going to Las Vegas, busting tables open. No doubt. Trista, I like San Francisco, and a lot of my sort of instincts when it comes to betting, which are probably, well, almost definitely not on the same level as yours, just like sort of what the line feels like. And this has just been a couple of weeks of stop making the Chiefs underdogs. And so they get to the Super Bowl against a team that has eked out playoff wins. They should have lost to Green Bay, and they easily could have lost to Detroit. You might say should have as well. And they're favored. It makes me want to bet the Niners. It makes me want to bet the Chiefs. <laughs> like that, that line tells me that Vegas is just not correct. I think, I think the, the Chiefs will close as as one-and-a-half-point favorites. I think that they will close the favorites. I know the line's been moving around. So I think the Chiefs started as a three-point underdog. It went immediately to one. It's now back up to two. But I think as we get closer and closer, you know, the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that casual bettors don't bet until, you know, largely a couple days before the game, if not a couple of hours before the game. So the people who are betting right now are – people who do it for a living, people who talk about it for a living, and people who, you know, bet on the Super Bowl religiously anyway, and they know that these, these the early value is on these props and uh, as these lines are, are early on. What does that say about you? Like, are you already in then? I mean, if you think the line's going to move in. like that, you, you could end up playing both sides. You could, yeah. I took Chief says two-point dogs. I took, like I said, I took an alternate number. I took, you can actually get it right now for probably a little bit better than I got it. So you can get Chiefs plus seven, I mean, Chiefs minus seven, excuse me, at plus 320, which I really like. But I don't think it's going to be, I think the Chiefs could end up the Niners out, honestly. And I like the Chiefs first half as well. You saw what happened against the the, uh, Detroit last week. I I wouldn't be shocked if the Chiefs uh, end up three up seven at halftime what about props is it too soon next week props no i don't think it's too soon because these numbers are going to move and move and move so if you like overs on anyone 
Isaiah Pacheco, for example, Christian McCaffrey, both of these teams really stink against the run. I know the Niners reputationally them against the run, but we've got now two weeks of data in the playoffs where running backs are going crazy yep. yards per carry. Yep. And we've got elite running backs on the other side who are they're going to, the team's going to look to run the ball, right? So Christian McCaffrey is going to go wild. So that number is going to go up and up and up. I bet seven yards it'll go up from what its opening yard uh, opening number to what it ends up closing at. So you could get both sides of that. Same thing with Pacheco. I like Pacheco a lot. Travis Kelsey, there's no number that I would shy away from. No reception number, no yardage number. You and probably you got to get the anytime touchdown number now as well because that the juice will continue. You know the value will continue to diminish over time. So the ones that you like, I would bet right now. Start getting into the lab on this matchup uh, and start betting those. And then maybe you want to look at this closer to Saturday or Sunday of the week of the game and start playing some unders. But that's you know that's real sharp type stuff. Maybe you just want to take overs now. Okay. Is it all Super Bowl for you and, you know, NBA? Or are we doing, NBA. like, okay, we're, we're not doing next year yet? Super <laughs> futures? Oh, I can't. I cannot be asked to put my money and sit sit for months a year. and months and months. I have one futures ticket, and it's a division winner's ticket for the Magic and the Kings. That looks like it's probably both of those teams are kind of, you know, waffling around. Probably Miami wins the division. Probably the Clippers win the division, so I'm, that's probably a loss. But I hate—I don't know about you guys—but I hate locking up my money for. Oh, I also have UConn to win it all at eleven to one. That's that's a bet I feel good about. Okay, yeah, that's the one problem with it with futures. I like making—we did it with uh, the Diamondbacks last year, and it killed. <laughs> like just betting a season rather than betting like every day. I, like I don't have the the energy for that. But you don't. And I'm not somebody who advocates betting offshore as we call it but if you bet offshore they don't take your money they only take it when- oh, so is that, is that like right futures, that's, yeah if you like futures that's the place to do that oh i didn't know that what do they just they bill you <laughs> if you lose yeah exactly yeah wow. they come with a baseball bat and they tell you to yeah. pay up <laughs> feel like offshore and baseball bat go together <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Right. old school offshore right. is just a pretty name for bookie let's be honest yes all right. Um, anything else, Trista? Uh, I, yeah, I have a play in the NBA that I feel good about. Go. Uh, take Atlanta, minus six. Atlanta is the worst team against the Lakers. Atlanta Hawks, worst team against the spread in the NBA. They're 11-35, and 35, so why do I like them? Well, AD is out for one. LeBron is questionable, but the Lakers just played last night. They're 1-6 and six against the spread back-to-back. Atlanta is 4-1 and one against the spread with a rest advantage. You've got Trey Young at the crib trying to do his best to embarrass L.A. So I like Atlanta counter to what the trends say. Well, again, feel better, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Yeah, let's hope next Tuesday I am as chipper uh, <laughs> as a daisy. I don't you know. You better be, right? You're going to be I out there and making the rounds, right? Is that your, that, that's your yeah, deal I mean, next week, doesn't right? It, doesn't it sound like I probably in Vegas won't be? Like fresh as a daisy, probably I'll be a little haggard, but that's okay. For you guys, you'll get me at my best. Oh, I'm just having flashbacks. Vegas and that taco place, and you're going to hike out there. You're not just a crash at the table for three days, gal. You know, you're going to be outdoors. You don't have to do the strip. I learned that from you. It's true. I do want to play Shadow Creek 
I'm going to try to make that happen, which you can only play if you're staying at an MGM property, which we are. We're also, if you guys, anybody listening is going to be in Vegas, maybe you bought a hotel erroneously thinking that the bills would be in. We're going to be at Mandalay Bay doing our show mm, live from the poker room. So come by every night from 4 to 8 Pacific time. Love it. 7 to 11 I, Eastern. I, I love, I love, I've only done this one time with my wife, but Vegas as a, as a destination to take trip, like we went to Zion and, and, and what I, like oh, Utah, yes, like it, it was great. And, you know, you still can get your little taste of the action, you know, nightlife. We saw Tom Jones, whatever. You know, oh. That. But, like, get out of there and go, like, out into, oh, man, it, it's it's beautiful. Well, superstar Tom Jones? Yes, well, oh. superstar Tom jealous, Jones. Jealous, jealous, jealous. Yes. I have a Mandalay Bay story that my friend to this day, it's been probably 25 years, still makes fun of me for. And he's right to. He's right to. Sat down at a blackjack table. I remember the Raiders were playing the Seahawks. I could see into the sports book from where I was sitting at this table. Jerry Rice might have been on the Raiders. And so whatever year that was. And I am um, I sit down at a blackjack table, ten dollar minimum, and I won ten hands in a row to start. I won a hundred bucks. That's the end of the story. That's the end of the story. I never upped my bet. My bet. <laughs> He's like, How do you win hand after hand after hand and only walk and not win the absolute minimum? How do you do that? I said, well, I didn't know I was going to win, right? It's easy in hindsight. It's not your money. What you were was, one, not greedy, but two, the fear of that the next hand you would lose and then you would actually be down even though you had won more than you had lost, like, quantity-wise. Yep. That's something that... I I have never played blackjack the same way since. Like, I would never do that again. I'm haunted by it, Trista. Literally, you can tell. I'm carrying that story around. I remember who's on the screen. In the next room, as I'm as this is happening, uh, Mandalay Bay. It's trauma, even in a win. That tells me right. a lot about you. Right, right, right. Always Traumatic a, win. That's right. right. Not a lot of those. I don't know. I have to analyze that, or you can. Thank you, Trista. Have a nice trip out there. Thanks, guys. The host of BetMGM tonight, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider Trista Crick. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today. San Francisco minus two at the moment on the BetMGM app. Sal Capaccio next. We'll analyze the Bills announcement. Bobby Babich, the new defensive coordinator. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog here. This is WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 